You're listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast, discussing all aspects of precision and long-range rifle shooting. This episode is brought to you by Impact Dynamics. And now, over to your hosts. Well, hello and welcome to the Precision Shooting Podcast. This is episode number 139. And uh, joining me this evening, uh, my name is Austin, by the way. Uh, then we're joining, I don't remember when I say that anymore. It's been too long. Andy, <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing well. Yep. Good, Andy Little, ladies and gentlemen, Andy Little. Yeah, uh, he's waving at the camera. It's a, it's, uh, it's not quite that. I mean, that hello, Patreons. Patreons are watching us on uh, on the screen, but that's about yeah. it. I'm they, sorry, they Andy. better be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> they're right. paying for it. Come on, <laughs> well, they're, they're not at the moment. Patreon oh, is uh, is free uh, for the remainder of July and may kick back in in August. But also joining mm-hmm. us, um, far uh, far more exciting. Person, yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the three of us, uh, Chubby Harris. G'day, guys. How are you all? How are you, Rusty? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very well, mate. Very well. Fantastic. Last good. Fantastic. Fantastic. So this will uh, officially be the uh, most boring podcast we've ever done, by the way, because uh, two-thirds of the room are off the booze. <laughs> I'm doing dry July. <laughs> Rum and dry. Yeah, it's dry. <laughs> Rum and dry July. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. You're on dry July, Travi. You betcha. Yeah. Are you doing the like the um fundraising deal or something, or is it are you just kicking it? No, just kicking it. It's just not fun it. by any stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Said fundraising, oh, fun, but not fundraising. Okay, fun. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, just uh just a just something different it. for a little while. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, I'm still on my uh, my, um, I don't know what to call it, personal uh, exile of, of alcohol for the period of time that's unknown. I, I, may, I could scare everyone and say You're I'm not going to drink until PRS comes back, but I'm, I'm not sure I'm going that far. A real man in protest. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start organising PRS again. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably a requirement, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Well, uh, we, we're back here. We're back. We're missing uh, Bronte. Uh, Bronte had a big project on tonight, so uh, away we went. And, uh, and Dutchie, I'm not even sure Dutchie exists anymore, to be honest. COVID might have got him. Um, oh. I, I, although... Maybe he's just gone up in, in life because I, I tried to call yep. him back today. He called me and I tried to call him back. And after it rang for a little while, I got uh, Dutchie's messaging service. <laughs> and, I went, and it was some lady on the phone. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, never mind. I don't I don't like him enough to leave a message. <laughs> and she's like, oh, so no message? I'm like, yeah, no no message. But far out, he's flash. So I right. think he's becoming the new badco because wow. he's just got someone sitting answering his phone for him. So it was a live, it wasn't a recording. No, it was a person. Oh, yeah, wow. she was all surprised I didn't want to leave a message. Oh. <laughs> have you thought maybe the feud between Bronte and Duchy? Yeah, possibly. Right. We'll leave that one there for the conspiracy theorists. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, but um more more the point that I think he's I think he he, he might be cashed up now. He's paying someone to answer phones yeah. for him. He's, Gee, that's the let's life. go with that one. That's let's the go life, with that. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Things have changed. Things he was always just borrowing cash to be able to drive home from here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and no wonder he's avoiding us. No, yeah. He doesn't want to pay all his debts back. All right, anyway, anyway, carry on. Back to uh, back to more important things. Um, what has been happening, gentlemen? You shot, we alluded to it last time, yep. Andy, the, I'm going to get this wrong, the Practical Rimfire Challenge. Is That's that right? Yeah. Yep. All right, the PRC. Yep, Travis, Fan- and, Travis and I both shot that. Yep. And well, tell yeah. us all about it. It was a night shoot. Yep. Was the, one? The, the first. <laughs> <laughs> so, Travi, give us a quick little overview of PRCs. We've had them on the show actually a number of years ago. How the boys, they're being like, give us a quick overview of what it is. Uh, so PRC is basically a uh, rimfire shooting sport. 
pretty much um, a, I would sort of deem it a hybrid between IPSC and practical shooting or precision shooting as it's now known. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically sort of PRS style or precision shooting style <laughs> stages and, uh, and mixed with IPSC Comstock style stages as well. So mm. yeah, a bit of a hybrid to test the shooter and sort of mm. make you think a little bit more than normal. So Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely a fair bit of movement that we're not really used to in the PRS side of things, but... From a, from a speed point of view, isn't it? Yes, yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and forwards movement in some other stages. Yeah. Um, but also the targets are quite close as yeah. well. So you're ranging from 5 to 65 metres, I think it was. So Yeah, correct. So, yeah, and that's where mm. the IPSC aspect comes in, really, those those close stages. And yeah. I really mm. do like, as Andy said, the the moving forward down the range is really cool. We don't, we don't get to do that with centrefire rifles. Ever, I don't think um, we, we we do. We've done it before in uh, in Darwin. The the only problem is that when you do it, only one person can go in, mm. be going downrange, and and you, you can't do that at a big match. Mm. We should we we can do it at Monado. Actually, oh. we should definitely do it one day when it's a bit quieter out there. Game on, yeah, cool. game on, cool. game on. So if ever if, if if no one rocks up and we've got a match on, let's do it. <laughs> so from the firing line, you must run four hundred and fifty meters and shoot that goal <laughs> at five hundred meter mark. <laughs> what, was, what was that favourite stage with everyone from the uh, the invitational shoot? You got to run your gong out to the five hundred meter. Oh, let's do that. Favorite one. Stage. Everyone will love that Jeez. one. <laughs> mark two. Oh, excellent. Good way to crush everyone's dreams. Uh, so how did your boys go? It was a night shoot. Something a bit different. Yeah, yeah, it's good. The the rabbits sat still this time, so they were easy to hit. Um, no, it was it was quite nice to. Well, I, I don't know about everyone else, but I just went to actually go and hang out with all the shooters again because it's been quite a long time. So, um, and it was just kind of good that it was a, a night shoot, a bit of a novelty to really kick the kick the series off again this year. So, yeah, I think a lot of people were definitely uh, pumped to get back out amongst yeah. people and and slinging lead and. Yeah, just getting back into it. So um, I think Travis did pretty well. Myself, I think, was like mid-pack. There was, a, there was one stage that I completely bombed, got zero. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you got to push it to – got to well, be in it to win it. Was it like a KYL stage? Is yeah. that why you – Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's that's better than just being a normal stage <laughs> where you're like, yeah, you didn't hit a thing <laughs> yeah. at all. That, you know that red stop plate? You yeah. hit that last. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's red, red means red means stop, mate. Red it. usually means stop. Okay, mm. very good. You want to give us a rundown of any of the your favourite stage each? Let's go with that. Let's go with favourite stage each. Otherwise, we'll we'll be we'll, we'll spend another entire episode talking. And we've got the stage show podcast to do that. Go for it, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think one of the um, the ones that's probably a lot uh, different to PRS. It was the first stage we did, stage one, which was. Um, had a lot of forward movement. Uh, it was a um, Comstock, what do you say? Yep. Um, and that had 22 targets in total. So there were wow three mag changes or mm. two and a couple of single feeds. Yep. Um, so that was, yeah, that was really fun. A bit, a bit fast paced and then. Nice. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah, enjoyed that one. Um there's actually, a, so I'll cut in on that as well. Yeah, there's a good, a good variety in that stage too, because yeah. you had um, you started that stage off seated at a uh, target, target rack of six targets. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had to do that and then get up and sort of plan your shots out there from moving. So you had to really think about where you wanted your mag changes and yep. where the yeah. targets were. It was it was really good that one. Yeah, and that first rack was at about forty meters or or something yeah. like that. So yeah. if you were running a red dot, it would, might be a bit tricky. Yep. And then uh, everything else was pretty close. Yeah, but, nice. Hmm. 
Fantastic. What yeah. about you, Travi? Favourite um, stage at all? Yeah, no, I'm going to go with the, the second stage for the day for us was a spotlighting stage. So okay. the whole range was completely black. Yep. Um, you had your shooter. You could pick someone to hold a spotlight for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had uh, a series of, of small um, steel targets cut out with, what well, they would have been, what, sort of 30 or 40 mil targets inside them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had to, yeah, right. a spotlighter would shine the light on them and you'd have to shoot those targets and communicate between each other to know which target you were going to next. And yep. Mm. They ranged out, I think there was 15 targets from, again, about 20 metres out to I think it was about 60 or 70 metres because yeah. it went quite a, quite a way up the back. That was really cool. Yeah, mm. nice. Yeah, I do like the, uh, the the large amount of targets involved in those matches. It's, yeah. Uh, it's excellent. And, yeah, um, yeah well, it's it's different, especially working your way out with the rimfire. I, I think it caught a couple of people out where, you know, if they're really close, you still got to hold over mm. and mm. then you – like starting to hold under and then you hold on yeah. and it's like just knowing where <laughs> where you're holding. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now that, that's a very good point you call out there because, yeah, again, I was standing there watching. I think I was timing for a lot of that stage and you see a lot of people hitting uh, like low on those stages because mm. they're holding under but you've got to hold over to account for that being so close. It's Yeah, it's a good trap for young players, that one. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yep. No, Fantastic. And one of the other the, the unique things about the uh, the practical rimfire challenge, uh, which which number of matches here in South Australia that run as, as a bit of a series over the course of the year. Are they doing a series this year or is it just the matches sort of standalone? That's a very good question. I don't actually know the answer to okay. that one. Um, I know <laughs> Forget they are, I asked it then. Don't well, worry. I know they are running another match. Um, in October, a, a, I believe. A two-day match in October, which will be really, really cool to get over to. Um, I think the plan for that one is to stretch the rim fires out to about 300 metres from memory. Yeah, nice. Um, nice. That'll be really cool. As to whether that forms a series, I guess – COVID aside, that's going to be anyone's guess. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so the other big factor within this style is the the scoring is a hybrid between PRS yep. style, uh, which is, you know, generally like a point or some allocation mm-hmm. of points for every hit that you get, uh, and Comstock, which is a different type of scoring with some numbers involved uh, as far as I no, it's, it's, a, it's yeah. got a much heavier weighting to timing and so you've got to offset the balance of time versus hits versus misses cost mm. you significantly, I believe. And, and you, in some instances, depending on the setup, you, you're better off to like hit once or twice and then stop it because the speed with the time versus the the, the impacts versus the potential for miss is, is very different. I, I'm not going to claim to have my head around it completely and uh, mm. by the sounds of things, neither are you boys. No. Nope. <laughs> we just hit all the targets and yeah. then hit the east stop one. <laughs> but I, yeah, I do believe there was um, – I'm not sure if there was a penalty for missing a target, but I believe there was if you didn't try to engage one. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. That, and that's something I guess it's the whole preparedness for a match and if, mm. if I had sort of – Thinking on taking it a bit more seriously, I probably should have done some research in regards to how those work. <laughs> yeah, uh, but again, I was just there for a bit of fun, which was mm. which was what it was all about. But yeah, yeah, I think it's certainly a complexity that you need to understand to be successful in those mm. those matches mm. um, because it does. Yeah, it, it can have a bearing on the results, which is good. I think it's yep. a good a good mixture to get everyone thinking and and mm. it sort of trains you as a shooter mm. to be different way of doing doesn't it. it? Yeah, I, I was talking to a um, couple of blokes afterwards, and they said, "I'm not sure if you noticed, but." from that first position where you're seated and shooting some of the targets, they would then turn and still seated but shot some other targets that were further down the course. Yep. Um, and talking to them afterwards, uh, they were saying, well, by doing that, you cut out having to move to one of the windows. So um, 
Yeah, so obviously, movement. efficiency yeah. of movement is a massive thing when, when time is uh, yeah. is on the line. Yeah. Mm. So, mm, okay. lots of ways to go about things there. Very, very good. Well, uh, I uh, that was that was your not last weekend. That was weekend before for you lads, and you yep. did go shooting on the weekend as well, which we'll we'll delve into. But I went up to the range, and we uh, had a whole bunch. Our first proper weekend out. Uh, and we had a whole bunch of uh, of crew come along, which was great. Whole mm. stack of new new shooters, nice, nice. like nice. and people had never shot before, um, which was really good to see. So, I had um had one guy shout out to Mick who uh, said he'd he'd been following podcasts and videos that we've been doing cool. a little while ago, and then like and he was keen to get back into shooting as of you know, many years of uh, mm-hmm. not being around it and then uh, something uh, life happens as it does uh, and he couldn't do it but but now he's sort of refocused so he came out for the first time and uh, and had a had a shot and yeah was playing around with the 22s and bits and pieces and it was uh, it was good fun I mm. don't remember if we got him on 500 we got a bunch of guys on 500 for first nice. time uh, first time having a crack so it was really encouraging really good to see yep. uh, and so I spent that's spent my weekend doing that and then we also ran training uh, all the the boring sort of club training, but you got to do it. You got to get mm. everyone through the appropriate mm. thing. And uh, we ran, ran like 25, 30 people through over oh, the wow. course of the weekend wow. uh, through the various training courses. So uh, it was awesome. it was huge, absolutely huge. Um, actually, just something something we'll mention. Keep an eye if you're not if you're in SA uh, and uh, and definitely not if you're in Victoria because you can't come here. <laughs> but um, our, our club is going to be running yeah. some training courses through the remainder of the year, uh, yeah. every month or two. We, we've you, got about three hours to get to SA. No, you don't. Don't they close tonight? That's yeah, we're going tonight. No. No, it's, the borders are closed, mate. Borders have been closed for ages. Oh. Melbourne shut down, shuts down in about three hours completely. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, the – um, what were we talking about? Training courses. So yes. if you are if you are an SA, uh, our club is going to be running some training courses, uh, some one day so, you know, on data and barricade skills and, and all sorts of stuff. Oh. So, um, yeah, follow that page. If yeah, you, I think yeah. next month we've got the state of origin as well between us and Victoria, <laughs> don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime, sometime within the next six weeks I reckon we should probably run that match. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so harsh. <Even> by default. <laughs> no, we'll, 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 we'll go out there and earn it. Yeah, we, we, this, yeah. we're not going to take it for free. No. <laughs> we're just going. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, now that we're harsh, uh, what else have we got to uh, tell everyone? Well, um, let's uh, let's uh, take a little break from talking about shooting in matches. Uh, this episode this uh, is sponsored by Scoped Out. And uh, to let you guys know, there's a deal on there at the moment for some high score um, earmuffs, uh, these electronic earmuffs. So these are, I'll, I'll be upfront and flat out, the, these are not amazing, but they're $39. So for $39, <laughs> they're Pretty darn impressive. Uh, they're not like the Emorth Emorth M31s that we've uh, done promotions for before, around that hundred and ten dollar mark. Um, but they're also not one hundred and ten dollars. So if you need a, a nice, cheap, maybe second pair of electronic yeah. earmuffs for thirty nine bucks, uh, hit up Scoped Out High Score. I don't know if there's a model number. Anyway, they're probably really well suited to the people who want to spectate, but oh, yeah. not up right next to next yeah. to all the. Loud stuff. It'd yeah. even be brilliant for if you're on your hunting trip or something where you're only firing one or two yeah. shots and you yep. want just yeah. that little bit of protection and it doesn't matter if they get knocked off in the bush. So. Mate, always yeah. good to have a spare pair as well. You know, I've got someone come mm. along the range with you. Always exactly. be able to good throw them that. And electronics are always more ideal. So anyway, that's uh, there, there's the plug. There's uh, how we uh, can keep these uh, these lights turned on, although we've got some new lights in the studio today. It's not daytime? It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not daytime. You're right. Uh, that's an Amazon <laughs> special. We'll see if they're still working ne- next episode. 
<laughs> if we're lucky, if we're lucky. All right, so gentlemen, you went out for a shoot on the weekend uh, at a very different solo club than you have normally shot mm. at. Uh, yes. Up, good thanks to the good people up at Loxton Rifle Club. Um, give us the rundown on on what it was, why you went, uh, how you did, and the silos you saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's definitely um, some nice artwork on the way out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, SA it's a silo. Um, Trail, I believe it is a trail. Is a tra- there's a whole trail. Of I silos. believe so. Yeah, I'd, right. I wouldn't walk them, but <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely be driving. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, so we went up to Loxton um, Rifle Club up there. Uh, they had their annual, uh, what was it, prize meet? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. an annual F class prize meet. Mm-hmm. Um, first one for the year, I believe. I reckon. So, yeah. Yep. It sounds good anyway. We'll go with that because it sounds legit. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's probably more typically an F-class range where you've got one mound at the back uh, yep. that has your target array mm-hmm. um, and they were using uh, steel targets or, or yeah, metal mm-hmm. targets um, and then you've got your uh, multiple of uh, mounds working back in yards, we found out. <laughs> <laughs> they were yards. Did you find that the hard way? Well, everyone we asked, we kept getting different answers. <laughs> it, it turns out after my first 10 rounds, I realised that there was no way I was hitting the target well enough for it to be 100 metres, so it must have been yards. <laughs> yeah. oh, if in doubt, God. we just ended up pulling out our rangefinders and like, we'll, we'll get this sorted. <laughs> get this covered. Yeah, right. So uh, so was it, an, it wasn't a straight F-class shoot, obviously, being on steel targets. It was no, a bit of a... Yeah. It was called, it was their gong shoot, I think it was called. Okay. I'm not sure. Or by no means an expert on F-Class. Mm. I don't know whether they do a gong shoot as, as something they train with or what have you or whether it was something special for us to go up there. Okay. Um, I do know this was organised in advance by Paul um, who sort of had been in touch with the Loxton Rifle Club and on behalf of our club, Practical yep. Shooting SA, to, to try and get access to a few more ranges and somewhere we can stretch our legs out. So mm. um, that's basically where the, the idea started from and then we sort of started adding a few guys on mm. and, and decided to make a road trip out of it and, and go and try something different. So. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. And so, because I, I was speaking with the guys up there about about the shoot, because I yeah. I got asked if I if I could make up, but being the first weekend back properly for our club, I uh, decided to hang there because we we knew we were going to have a few visitors, and uh, they were talking about doing sort of some sort of modified PRS sort of style sort yep. of thing. Was there was there much of that? Um, not probably not probably heaps for um, the day that we shot, but mm-hmm. there was definitely talk about you know what we could do in the future and, okay. and how they could adapt. Um, and with their restrictions, like what sort of stages they could run. Yep. Um, so that yeah, that was quite interesting. And um, mm. obviously, being the dynamic of that range where it's one lot of stationary targets at one set distance, and the shooters move back, then provides a different. Um, what do you call it? Yeah, different dynamic, different dynamic test of skills. Yeah, okay. All aspects. <laughs> so so uh, in in that case, like what, what did you think of the, the concept? I mean, for, for, for those listening, often this type of range is called an F, uh, sorry, is called a gallery range mm. in some states. I think in New South Wales determinant as that. Um, there's there's all sorts of stuff and uh, it is, yeah, as, as I explained, F class or big bore or what, there's multiple disciplines shot on it, but it is where you move back to get the distance, but all your targets are in the one location, mm. uh, which means that you are only ever shooting one distance at one time. Yep. Um, and then obviously because the, the entire line moves back or forward, 
Um, it is it is the same style of ranges that the service match rifles are shot uh, competitions are shot on yep. uh, as well. So um, certainly um, an interesting one, and then obviously you, you generally have more people shooting at one time. Mm. Yeah, but um, wait, first up, how did you go? Did you did you do okay? Did you represent <laughs> us well, or did oh, you? I, I think we might have turned a couple of heads. Um, but like yeah, a, yeah. I mean, what the hell are those boys doing? They're useless. Is yeah. that those, yeah. those muzzle brakes? <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was yeah, definitely a, a head yeah. turner. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. um, you gonna start with the twenty-two? Yeah, the stuff. So the twenty-two was a hundred meter, hundred meter. No, it was a hundred yards, yards as well. So the twenty. The <laughs> That's 20, why I lost it. It was a hundred yards. I think it was a hundred mil target. So okay. um, yeah, uh, more so ten centimeter target for those playing at home. Um, <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, it might have been. Well, it must have been. I reckon it was smaller than that because I missed it enough times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was it was shot from uh, well, even the centerfire. Both both were shot from uh, just using a bipod only, no rear bags or anything like that. Okay. Um, again, not a not a terribly compromising position for PRS shooters, given what we're used to. Mm. Um, but I think just the whole actually relying on the wind a bit more and and just being at a different range sort of added that little bit of pressure. So I didn't do very well with the rimfire at all. Um, Coming off the PRC success the week before, um, (laughs) it was, yeah, it was not a great result for me. Okay. That's all right. You're not going to shoot well every time. And yeah, I can't explain why I didn't shoot well. It's a big enough target for me to hit every day of the week. I just couldn't hit it. So okay, that easy. Yeah, it was was definitely a a different (coughs) format of, of, um, uh, what do they call them? Shooting. Shooting. That's the one. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been it has, a while. Yeah, yeah. Been. Words come to me now. Um, yeah, so you're, you're pretty much set up and you've, you've got uh, a few shots for siders and uh, pretty much their rule was you've got five shot, five siders but once you've hit the target, that's the end of your siding in. Oh, okay, yeah, then you're on. Yep. yep. Um, and then you go up in pairs and I think you get a total of two strings of five shots. I believe, uh, for the 22. Yeah, you do that twice though. So it was yep. five shots, your partner shoots five, you shoot five, they yep. shoot five, and then you go back and do it again after. Yep, so yeah, okay. pretty well, 20 rounds all up. Yep. Yeah, that was just a different style where you really had to, you know, in those uh, five-shot strings that you get, really pay attention to the wind yep. and mm. you know, just sort of dial it in and take your time, I think. Okay. But they did have a yeah, we, time restriction. Yeah, because on. we were PRS shooters, they thought they would give us time restrictions, so they made it 60 seconds, I believe. Yeah. Um, for five shots. Which for five is, shots. <laughs> <laughs> which is enough, but the, the gongs were on a very long rope as well, so they, they did were. swing a lot and ah, then you had the added okay. wind, so there were a lot of factors that come into play. Mm. Yeah. Um, not an excuse. Slash though, excuses yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my rim fire barrel got too hot. and uh, <laughs> It must have been yeah. all over the yeah, shop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, your, uh, your primers in your rimfire may have not been yeah. as consistent yeah, was, as you were hoping. Yeah. Too much of a cant as well. The ground wasn't very level. <laughs> We've got them all, guys. You <laughs> just <laughs> hang around. How long have we got? Good. So, um, yeah. Okay, it's been a while since you shot last year. Yeah, yeah all, all the things. All right, cool. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So t- tell me tell me what your thoughts are about, um, about running mm-hmm. practical style. Imagine now, obviously, many of these ranges are limited in terms of uh, – Many can't use steel, but that's something that they can they can achieve given that they've only got one location for it to sit. Uh, and for those who um, uh, some will not uh, able to be shot in any other position than prone, uh, or some and I know that some of the ranges have worked out that closer in they can shoot positional, mm-hmm. but as they step back, it, it changes that pitch on the angle. Uh, 
it's not a thing, a pitch on the angle. No, changes the angle of pitch. Uh, angle changes pitch. pitch. Pitch, yeah, pitching, yeah. pitching yeah. angle. There's some <laughs> some maths trajectory things that happen there. <laughs> the further you go, yeah, exactly. All the tricks, <laughs> um, all the tricks kick in, and uh, that's obviously the title of the show. And that um, <laughs> that is as you get further out, you, you can only go prone. Is what I'm trying to say. That's that's the the words that are coming out of my mouth. That's it. Uh, the the how, how do we get there? So with with those various limitations, mm. and obviously you talked to some of the guys up there and what, what potentially you could do. Do you think you could write an interesting match? Yeah, I reckon you could do a, a very interesting match. Um, mm. I mean, the majority of it would be in a prone position, but there's still yeah. a lot you can do. Yeah, prone. There's uh, well support sides to start with. I bet a lot of the guys up there would never have shot support <laughs> yeah. side. That's yeah. a even, really fair point. Yeah. Even just prone after my effort on the weekend, like just getting prone <laughs> is hard enough. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. No, I um, think, well, even even the fact that you can't move, it lends itself to potentially running a more physical style match as well. Um, mm-hmm. Like yep. just getting the heart rate up. Because the and gun getting, can stay there and correct. you can get yeah, up. Yeah, you can yeah. get yep. up and run around and do cartwheels or whatever you want. And Did you either of you guys shoot Darwin last year? No, no. Okay, because I know Butters ran the the two nine hundred meters st- uh, nine hundred yards meters. I don't now have your issue. Um, the the two longest stages over the weekend were done uh, on a on that style of range, gallery range. And so again, you could only be in that position. And I don't remember if it was a bench or prone, but um, yeah. And then one of the matches I shot in the US uh, with uh, with the crew. At um, Colorado Springs, uh, mm. that was a belly and be- belly and bench match. Yeah, so right. uh, everything was either prone or from a bench. Yep. Um, which which you you didn't specifically notice um, mm. during it. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. So all, all those sort of things are certainly achievable. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you had to come up with a stage for it, have you thought about what what you would run, Travi? You know, you would have. No, I haven't actually. Well, to hurry yeah, up now. Hurry up. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I, <laughs> yeah, Andy, get I, was, I was thinking something, you know, something pretty similar. Uh, well, it's not similar. Something pretty easy um, in terms of you, you, the rifle's down on the on the ground. You're you're standing, standing upright, standing as you normally would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that's all in the match break, uh, yeah, stage break. Yeah. Not standing horizontal. You're standing upright, <laughs> standing correctly as you would normally upright. Yeah, and probably put a diagram in there just for those people who are not quite sure. Sure, July. <laughs> <laughs> Rum and dry. Yeah. Anyway, so standing up, you got three rounds in the mag. Jump down, take three shots. You then have to get up, load three three rounds, and jump down support side. Some, yeah, something along that sort of. Yeah. Lines. Yeah, I'm just thinking even something along the lines of um, one of the stages we had, I believe, at Little River last year, where you had to get down in nine seconds, get your three rounds off, uh, yep. get back up, that sort of thing, like lends itself perfectly. So mm. you can certainly compromise the prone position by adding a bit of movement. Mm. Yep. Absolutely. I think one of the things that can be done when you are uh, on that um, single single stage target distance is by varying your target sizes. Yep. So you obviously you can't do, you know, I've got a target 200 and 300 and 400 and 500 whatever it may be. Mm. So having KYL racks and utilising KYL racks, yep. not necessarily running KYL rules per mm. se, but being able to run those racks as, you know, like this target, then then the middle one and then this one mm. or, or, you know, spreading those racks out a little bit further. Yep. So you've got multiple targets still. Yep. Um, and, yeah, you guys have, have nailed all sorts of options, but I, yeah. I certainly think you could run certainly a, a, a good one day match uh, on a on a yep. range like that yeah. comfortably yep. because uh, as, uh, we were talking before. But you you 
and like the service rifle guys do, you start at 300 yards, meters, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and then, you know, you do – everyone does two stages there and then you all move back to do another couple of mm-hmm. stages. And by the end of it, you're shooting 1,100 yep. yards, uh, which would be good fun. Yep. Um, and, you know, you've, you've had a full day. Or That's start right. there and then the next day you start there and work your way back in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If no. you're doing two days. <laughs> so. You could do a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's, plenty, there's plenty of options for a range like really. It's yeah, you don't you don't think about it initially, but the more I think about it now, there's mm. there's so many options mm. you could do for stages, paper stages, plenty of target identification, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, because I presume you'd be able to have people down in um, the ditch with paper. Not yeah, with paper, yeah. not with steel. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 With paper, you can so you just lift the targets up and down yeah. like they do in service rifle. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. yeah not. I mean, this is, we're not breaking new ground here. This yeah, is. No. You, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the service rifle guys run an excellent match and yep. and, and mm. do so uh, like that. Looking for other ways to be you know if you have got the steel mm. options and, and to be able to do some of those other options there. The, the other thing I wouldn't mind too is <clears throat> with our normal matches. Um, you can park relatively close to where we're shooting. Yeah. But, oh, you talked about this. Yeah. But, um, with the gallery style ranges, uh, we could say or all, right, all the parking is at the furthest distance, whether that's a mile or or a thousand meters, whatever. Yep. And then you got to carry everything yeah. you want for the day yep. down to down to three hundred three hundred meters. Yep. And the and only time you can go back is when you're back there. Yeah. When you're back there, work so. your way back to a thousand. You start at three hundred. Mm. Yeah. That's that's uh, quite quite cool. Change yeah. it up a bit. I yep. like it. Yeah. On what you brung. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way. It's an easy way to enforce that fairly simply, isn't mm. it? Mm. And you have to shoot prone with all your backpack on as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Sounds... Oh, that's definitely a state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Get down. <there>, like... <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. See dudes just emptying their backpack out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would expect that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, very good. All right. Well, um, Guys who are listening, we would love to hear from you for a stage. Mm. Uh, so if you like, uh, how about we get crew to submit a stage, send us a stage that you would run on a gallery range. So we're going to define that or, uh, by, yeah, one of the range you had to say 1,100. Let's let's do it for the Loxton guy. So yep. you you can only shoot prone. Uh, you can have whatever steel targets you like, but they all have to be at the same distance, and mm-hmm. which is at the, the back. Uh, obviously, you only get to shoot one distance for your stage. Um, let's see what creativity is out there. Any other restrictions we need to consider? Yeah. Do we need to clarify whether we can shoot through an obstacle, still prone, but have, say, slots that you, or windows you need to move the rifle through? I'm yes. not sure if yep, we could do that. Could do so that. He yeah. said we can. We can't shoot from on top of the barricade. So, okay. Yep. So you can. You can yeah. yeah. Okay. All so, right. So within within mm. those parameters, you yeah. can use something, but every shot has to be taken prone, mm. uh, anywhere between say 300 and 1100, yeah. uh, and all the targets have to be in one position. Mm. Fantastic. Uh, let's uh, – we will give away – I think we've got projectile warehouse hats coming. So oh, cool. uh, we'll give away one of those to the uh, the, the best answer. So uh, flick us uh, a photo, a message, uh, an idea, whatever. Just just tell us video, audio. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> Send it through uh, on all the various things that you do these days. Uh, and Andy's, uh, Andy's TikTok, hit him up there. Um, <laughs> And uh, him, him, and the, him and the rest of the Chinese will be able to check it out. So uh, it sounds, it. Uh, it sounds like a good fun. TikTok, a little what? <laughs> <laughs> You've got your own catchphrase on TikTok. Is that the deal now? Yeah, oh, I should do that. I'll, I'll film it and I'll put it up. Okay, later after this, after the show, I'll do that. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, I love it. That's uh, fantastic. Excellent. Any other challenges you see of running uh, running a match on a on a on a thing like that? Range, range is the word I'm looking for. No, the the wind flag at the end. Um, so you definitely well, there's a wind flag at the end of the mound, really there. So that has to be there. Mm. Yeah. So I guess if same I get as, to say wind calls, same but, as Monado. Yeah, good point. But only one one flag doesn't help you. Yeah. Would we have all the all F class uh, flags up or take all them down? Leave them down, I reckon. Sounds like more work to put them up, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? So yeah. I would put them up and just pin them up in different directions <laughs> to really yes. mess with their heads. Time waits yeah. to the end of them. That's right. <laughs> They're all different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good. Use the fishing line to just bring them the wrong way so they're not helpful. <laughs> wow. Let's not let Andy run a match. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> TikTok nup. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very good, gents. All right, now what else do we uh, do? We have to talk. You wanted to. You guys wanted to talk about beards, oh, which uh, well. which I'm I'm okay with because um because beards. But um, Andy, you want, you're going you're growing your beard out. Yeah, you're getting yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either that or I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> the honesty comes out. Yeah. yeah, okay. Very good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, th- I thought I I tried the long hair and that just really got pretty annoying. So now I'm going the other way. <laughs> Not for sure. Both ways. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll make sure we that'll become a, a a little snippet we can drop into the show whenever we need to. Cool. Fantastic. Make a reminder of that. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, okay, so you're growing a beard, and Travis going. Travis got some experience growing beards. He's, he used to have an extremely mm, yeah. long or the solid beard. Yeah, yep. it's, it's coming back a little bit. It's yeah. getting there. It's getting a bit bushier, but. You just got to make sure you cut it the right way. What do you think the percentage it? of our audience uh, have beards? Ooh. How many female listeners do we have? I can still have beards, mate. You have to have a beard. I think beard is the new COVID trend. Like, if you don't have a beard after COVID. <laughs> did, did I hear that there was a scare where, like, people were saying that you have to shave your beards because the COVID could stay, like, Really? In your beard? Yeah, it's because of uh, because of dust masks. They don't work with beards. Mm. So if you work in a profession where you're sort of at risk from and oh, you had to wear okay. a mask, yeah, yeah. Um, dust mask and respirators don't work with beards. I can I can understand yeah. that a little bit more. So yeah, well, if it's yeah. long enough, you could like my beard is my dust mask. There was that <laughs> there was that viral video on social media where the guy pulled his beard up and pegged it up to his cheek or something with a mask. That was, that was pretty cool. That's great. <laughs> Oh, I like it. I like that. Dedication uh, to the cause. I was just going to look up. I, I, I believe our female listenership is uh, rather low. Um, it uh, It is. It is. Yeah. Um, based on the current statistics, oh. <laughs> uh, this, only, this only works off the uh, listeners from Spotify. Um, so 100% of our Spotify listeners should have beards, is what we're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I believe you're correct. I, I, I would say that uh, at a guess we were probably in the 80% region yep. of uh, listeners who have a beard. So, or some uh, decent stubble. Or some decent stubble yeah. or something. that, or Like if they sneezed and held their nose, they'd probably pop a beard out pretty quick. <laughs> Actually, if you want to try it now, try it now if you want to get your beard a bit longer. Make yourself sneeze somehow and also grab your nose while doing it because <laughs> the pressure's got to come out somewhere. Yeah, it, and it, it's exploding. usually through my ears when I start to No, pop. but you've got, you've got headphones on so it doesn't work that way. It can't, <laughs> you can't, it can't alleviate the pressure. Okay. So it's got to come out your face. Well, you've got to make me sneeze somehow. Well, that's, that's a that's, <laughs> that's a TikTok video later. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll make that happen. Well, I want to give a shout out. Speaking about beards, this is a un, unsponsored segment to uh, to the bearded chap. Now, um, did I talk about the bearded chap on uh, on the last show? I think I briefly. Did. I think yeah, he's the guy yeah. making G ninety six beard oil soon, isn't that's, he? <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. But um, uh, there, there is some of the tobacco and vanilla beard oil, and um. I tell you what. Wow. I tell oh, you what. Nice. This, this is why it's That's an unpaid brilliant. segment because that mm. is uh, – mm. how's that for a beard oil? Oh, wow. I've never been much, much for beard oil uh, until I tried that and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that's happening. Is, uh, yeah. So uh, mm. look, the, the, the other reason I want to, want to give him a proper shout-out is because uh, he turned out to be a real top bloke and he's a shooter and he just just picked up a, a Lithgow 105. So, um, nice. Yeah, good on him. Um, but you wait when he starts cleaning that Lithgow 105 with G96, he'll understand. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, he might actually be cleaning it with beer, with, <laughs> with tobacco vanilla beer oil. Because I'll tell you what, if we, uh, I wouldn't mind being shoot, shooting brilliant. next to him if he was running that on his gun. Yeah, you'd be sitting right next to that muscle break. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, delicious. <laughs> oh, so uh, I, I would, I would highly recommend uh, checking out the bearded chap. Um, bit of a bit of a bit of a good dude and, and supports the shooting side of thing. Oh, it's limited. Well, it is a limited edition. Oh, there you go. Hopefully, I haven't run out. I'm I've ordering got some. Bottle fifteen hundred and ninety-one of nineteen hundred and eighty-six. That was the year he's born. That's that's why. Uh-huh. That's why it all makes sense now. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was much of a beard oil person before this, and then got that. And went, yeah, no, I can deal with that smell. That looks, uh, mm. yeah, which which was really intriguing because you know most of the the the, the smells you get or something they're just you know, like lavender and potato or something like that. They're, they're, beer and. Yeah. Oh, beer, beer, right? Like, yeah. They're just not. They're not. You know, they're they're pretty boring or fruity flavors, and you're like, mm. oh, it's not really what I want, what I want to have on my beard. But tobacco and vanilla mm. can deal with that. You yep. can deal with that. So we've turned into a beard podcast. We did just identify scientifically yeah. that eighty percent of our audience have beards, so we thought it might be relevant. To so them. we're doing a public service. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> At what point is it worrying? Where we're all sitting here, going. <laughs> At no point is it worrying that we're all sitting here smelling our fingers and beards. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're right. It's gone south. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone poorly. It's gone poorly. poorly. Hey, uh, tomorrow night, by the time this goes out, it would have been like a day or two or three days ago or however, depending on how, how we get to actually recording mm-hmm. not recording this to uh, putting this out there. Uh, Gear Night would have kicked off my my new live show, um, which is, uh, yeah, the ID Live uh, thing that happened for 49 episodes. Uh, we... Enjoyed it, and given that we've got no PRS to uh, to go to, although this this might have actually happened anyway, but mm-hmm. we really enjoyed that format, and we wanted to talk about gear. So by the time this has gone out, probably uh, Plushy would have been my first guest, uh, and he uh, yeah, the idea is really to chat. Um, weekly about gear, equipment, stuff that's coming out, stuff that is out, stuff that is um, uh, that people have been using, have you started with? Not particularly, not specifically limited to mm-hmm. rifles or anything like that. We might talk handguns, or we might talk this or that. Just whatever, whatever is interesting and relevant. But really, that focus on gear. We've got one guy lined up um, for for listeners of the show who go way back you may remember at some point we tried out a piece of software called reloading studio i don't know if anyone remembers this. it rings a bell yeah, but that's yeah. might be all it rang uh and 
So interestingly enough, I had this old computer that I hadn't used for a couple of years and I, I, just, I wanted to use it to, to dump a whole stack of VHS footage onto. So I thought I'd get it up and running, turned it on and it booted up and, and I wouldn't have touched this thing for a couple of years and then on the desktop is this little icon called Reloading Studio. I'm like, oh, I remember oh, that. I wasn't never... called Download Windows 10 now. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Windows 95, going strong. Um, And so I thought, oh, I vaguely remember that. I should should check into that and see, remind myself what it was about. Anyway, about three days later, I got a message on Facebook from Reloading Studio saying, hey, we're uh, we're sort of, uh, you know, kicked back into into gear and uh, love love to chat. Oh. Wow. Okay. There we go. So, uh, so that is actually going to be, I think, um, Serge from from Reloading Studio is going to come on the Gear, Gear Night show and do like a live Zoom demo of the program to to show what it can do and nice. all that sort of gear. So, because he's like, oh, let, let me do a Zoom call and I'll show you how to use it. I'm like. You know what? Let's do that, but do it live <laughs> because yeah, yeah. Uh, then more than just me get to know how to use it. Yep. Um, someone who might be good at it could actually use it. Um, so uh, it's a p- program that's meant to um, utilize. Yeah, you'd be able to store all your reloading data, all your results, all that sort of gear. And he's got a few things that he's working on that that you know involve going to the range and some elements of nice. that. Yep. So I think it'd be really interesting, particularly for the guys who are who are very detailed in their reloading, like to mm-hmm. keep really good records. Um, and to have that in a software database, obviously you can calculate what your rounds cost you and mm-hmm. all those. Sort of, I'm sure it can do way, way more than that, but it can keep your level maintenance and how many shots you put through since your last clean or anything on those yeah. lines. So that'd be handy. Yeah, actually, yeah. 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 And I, I do it all on paper currently, so I think that's something I'll be listening I to. I think it's yeah. about um, now. This might be US dollars, but about twenty five bucks or something. So it's not like yeah. it's a ridiculously yep. expensive, yep. Uh, you know, forty seven dollars ninety five per month you have yep. to pay. Well, that's, that's probably worth it because, yeah, like yourself, I'm on using the old notepad yep. mm. and every time I open that notepad, which is probably once every four months. Well, you getting beat <laughs> all, all, all through it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I just flick through some old stuff and I was like, I don't need that anymore and I rip it out <laughs> throw it away or I lose it or. See, that could be so much it. You just press delete. And <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. So how much simpler is that? That's it. No ripping, no, no throwing, no, <laughs> no trees. But, but it, it would be nice to. Like, I don't know, I just tend to scribble all my stuff down on a piece of paper and it mm. not really make any sense. But to have a piece of software that lays it all out, if you put the information in, I mm. presume, in good info in, good info out mm. sort of stuff. Yes, if it worked with your smartphone, um, yeah, assuming mm. potentially there's changes on the way with that, that would be brilliant. Mm. If you've got your right hand, like your information at the range with you, that would be good. Mm. If it, yeah. yeah, if it, um, if it saves time on the range and ammo on the range, then mm. yeah, you'll probably make your money back. Pretty quick. Well, I think uh, I think stay tuned for that on Gear mm. Night. Um, that'll be uh, obviously that's not going to make a lot of sense on a podcast to listen to it, but um, we will still release a podcast version. I hadn't thought that through, had I? Because uh, we we will do podcast versions of <laughs> Gear Night out in the ID live stream. Um, but uh, anyway, good. All right, great. <laughs> uh, anyway, we will highly suggest people watch the video for that. I usually do a disclaimer given that it is a video show predominantly, yep. whereas this is a show where we are all about audio and uh, we have a couple of people from Patreon watching us. So uh, thanks very much, guys, cool. for uh, for getting involved. Um, we, we did mention last year uh, – last year. Last year feels like last year. Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> close. Close. Really close. Uh, about Patreon. Patreon is on hold. I did allude to it before. 
before uh, as well that um, our Patreon, amazing Patreon supporters, uh, at, at the moment are all on hold. We uh, we will, because we're ramping back up in production, we will be uh, back on to Patreon in August. So if you do like what we do or what we're about to uh, about to get started in doing and slowly coming back into it, mm-hmm. um, there's all sorts of options. You can support this show. You can support Impact Dynamics uh, in terms of videos. You can support the whole lot. And we will start kicking back into all of that next month. So uh, if you're into that, that would be uh, fantastic. And thanks to the uh, 29 patrons who uh, supported us even when we weren't doing anything um, <laughs> and weren't, weren't charging anything. So thanks for hanging around for that. That was, uh, that was good. Gents, anything else we need to go over? When are we getting out next? When are we getting out next? Um, well, probably about 10 minutes, I suspect. Oh, you mean shooting? Shooting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there's Amateurs. A, there's a range day on Sunday. <laughs> rain Sunday? Yeah. Oh. Actually, I, is I, it? I, I, I forgot. There you is guys now. Had a, you guys had a terrible uh, – uh, you didn't hit a whole lot. I came off the back of the weekend 100% hit rate. Really? Yep. You'd have had you one shot fired. Shot one, one f- shot fired. Yeah, yeah, 500 yeah, metres. Yeah. Statistics yeah. don't lie. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think someone, one of, one of the new crew was uh, was struggling with the 500 metre shot, which you know, totally fair enough. Um, and purely just wanted to make sure because actually uh, shout out to Spur. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is now an unpaid promotion for Spur. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I had uh, I had my my razor and and it had been off my gun. I t- took it off my gun uh, for one of the live streams actually um, to do some dry firing behind the mm-hmm. new gun and put that on there. Anyway, did that. Uh, that was back in March. Put it back on to uh, the gun on the line. Put the, the the scope back on. Tightened it back up without a torque wrench. Uh, dialed it in, out of 500, and uh, first shot I took was hit. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's uh, not bad, not that's bad. Pretty, uh, I was pretty impressed with yep. that, highly impressed with that. Um, anyway, that's, that's that's why I took a shot was to uh, to make sure the thing was working. And nice. um, and then I think they they uh, we just worked out where the wind was for them and got them to the first time they'd, they'd shot maybe 10 rounds by that point. Yeah, right. And yep. then they hit four times in a row. So they were stoked. Yeah, that's <laughs> they pretty nice. Yeah. So, but, uh, you yeah, know, I had a better weekend than you always did, uh, yeah. 100% here. <laughs> God, oh, God. It's only, anyway. Works for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. When are you getting out next? Well, I'm heading off this weekend. Oh, hello. Oh. What do you got planned? Uh, a little hunting trip. See. I get it. A little hunting trip. Nice. <laughs> Good stuff. Well done. It's just. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> got it. What? It just. <laughs> It just happens, I don't know. <laughs> it just happens, the magic of having the name you've got. Yeah. Anyway, where are you going hunting? What, what are you hunting or hunting well, things? Ma- mainly foxes, um, but then yeah, a few other uh, pests that are around the place and hopefully uh, bring back some venison. If I don't, I don't think I can come home. That's what I've been told. <laughs> oh, harsh. Oh, oh. oh, it's not that harsh, but. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so being kicked out of home is not that harsh. Okay. Fair I'll, I'll happily stay down there and keep shooting until I find Venice. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and what, yeah. what do you use for your deer hunting rig? Um, well, I, I use my Attack A1. Okay. So um, the place that we go, we don't usually do a whole lot of stalking. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's a deer farm. It's a farm, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's the, a pet shop. The, um, <laughs> the, far, the farmer down there pretty much, he knows exactly where they're going to be and he said, oh, if you, you know, sunrise, go to this spot and sit there, you're bound to see one. Gotcha. Um, yep. So, 
Yeah, but other than that, we will be doing a fair bit of spotlighting for foxes and other little critters. So mm. should be a fun weekend. Yeah, nice. It'd be good to uh, get how close to the Victorian border is it just out of interest? Oh, about a stone throw. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure you throw some stones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Trevor, are you getting out yeah, anytime soon? Yeah, I am some... actually. I'm going out fox shooting as well. Oh, wow. So, yeah, oh. just heading out this weekend to... Yeah, try and get some foxes. If not, we'll get some rabbits and put some meat in the freezer. So fantastic! Yeah. Wow. Haven't been out spotlighting for months, months, yeah, and months right. now. So it'd be yep. good. All this. I think uh, it's going to be raining as well, which would be brilliant. Yep, <laughs> taking that dry as a bone. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. I bet it's uh, it certainly is. Uh, yeah, good, good time of year for for that sort of stuff. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we've all been we've all been missing it. Mm. Any guys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> been a while since you've been out, Andy. Well, you oh. you went out not that long ago, didn't you? Been hunting that long ago? No, I haven't been hunting for a pretty long time. Okay. I went to a mate's place and that was just doing oh, ammo okay. dump. That was just to yeah, gotcha. get back into it. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, going to be different pulling out all the, the wet weather gear and mm. standing on the back of the ute freezing with drizzling rain in your face <laughs> and, you know, I can't wait. You <laughs> <laughs> sound so pumped about it. Yeah. Because you know it's going to be a long trip if you don't get venison. Is that what you're yeah. saying? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Good. Mm. Well, um, yeah, my plan. Uh, on to the next question. I don't have anything. To I've got you some uh, editing. You said you're do. going shooting Sunday? No. No? Just said the range was open. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That's all. <laughs> that's don't all. want to ruin your 100% hit rate. Yeah. No, that's it. I'm, I'm done for the year. Yep. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 didn't miss. Oh, did I hear you're getting brass soon? Uh, allegedly. Allegedly, oh, but um, it's one of those things that um, I believe when I say it. Yeah, yep. it, it'll it'll be here eventually. Just it'll be here. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, don't forget I've got your brass prep station. Oh, I've forgotten that. <laughs> will that will that do a stint in quarantine here, or uh, quarantine or customs, whatever? Depends they call if it, it comes through Victoria yeah. or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did have my six GT garage trimmer thingy, whatever the the. The things called trimmer adapter thing for six GT arrive. Nice. So I've got something to trim the brass I don't have. Uh, yeah, so that's, just, a, that's, that's a start. That's a start. Start trimming your other brass and see if it turns into GT brass. <laughs> and just keep yeah. going. Like just keep trimming it until it like oh, shit, this one didn't work. Try again. <laughs> yeah. Well, given this is my first six mil, yeah. I think um, I'll film it. You want to be one of your TikToks <laughs> if you like how to blow up a garage trimmer. <laughs> In ten pieces of brass or less, yeah, uh, yeah. No, don't do that. No, I don't. I, I won't no, do I that. Wouldn't. I won't do that. That's <laughs> terrible advice. Yeah, I wait. I wait till Andy's monetized his TikTok, and then I'll yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be worthwhile. So Travis is on the next reloading <laughs> episode. <laughs> All your suggestions of what to do. Uh, good, good. Yeah, no, I um, I I don't have any exciting plans. I'm sorry, I haven't looked that far, but I'm going to Darwin. Uh, that's that's coming oh. up. Yeah, you're you're Darwining. I didn't think you were. Tra- what? Who told you he's, that? He's going to heckle. Oh, I must have read the wrong. Yeah, something. yeah. No, <laughs> read I'm, it wrong. I must have read yeah. something wrong. I am definitely going to Darwin. I, whether or not I'm able to shoot, uh, maybe a question, uh, given my current state of my back. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I, even if my back's a bit average, I, I'm still probably going to have, have a crack on the 22 day because oh, yeah. uh, I can yep. I can lift to 22. Well, it was. Um, embarrassing on the weekend where uh, I had to get people to move guns around for me because <laughs> I, 
I couldn't actually get my two to three oh. off the bench and take it to the car. Um, anyway, so uh, that's the, that's the state I'm in at the moment, which mm. is uh, amazing. Although it is improving the last few days, but uh, worst case scenario, I'll uh, should be able to shoot the twenty two, uh, and I will make sure that all our viewers and patrons and podcast listeners and such uh, will will get the experience as though mm. they were there, especially every Victorian people who are not allowed to leave the <laughs> their house really. Yeah. Um, the you know, we'll try and make you feel all very involved um, yep. by filming a whole stack and doing some lives and all that sort of gear, especially if I'm unable to shoot uh, yeah. or carry a cinephile. Unless, unless there's some uh, rule where Andy can just move the gun around and then I'll just pull the trigger. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll work out something. <laughs> That's a no. It's like a, I'm not doing that. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. I'll put it down and aiming like way off. <laughs> Yeah. Just we'll lay see. it down on its side. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. I'll make sure it's got a bipod on each edge. Yes. <laughs> Four bipods on it. Yeah. No matter which way you put it down, I'll be able to make it work somehow. <laughs> yeah. So Darwin should be here. You going yeah. to Darwin, Travi? No. No. no not I've taken my holidays early. Oh, um, okay. I was going to go to Darwin, but yeah, pulled the pin and we'll travel next year, I think. Fair play, enough. Play it safe just in case. If anyone is, we, we should talk about that. That's it's another PRC. It's a practical rifle challenge. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. they call it. Um, because the, the, the PRS is not happening for the year and, and the, the Darwin Club had the dates sort of set aside, uh, they are doing a, a match, a two-day match up there. It's a one-day Cinefire, one-day Rimfire, and there are Rimfires available to borrow. In fact, I think there might be Cinefires available to borrow if you cover ammo mm. as well. Anyway, and so if you want to get away, to be honest, if you're in almost any other states apart from Victoria, it's probably a really good option to to. Get somewhere warm and uh, and not um, you know actually get some travel done this year. Uh, Darwin is an amazing spot to go for a match. Um, have you you boys no they been there. never no, shot? Oh wow! Oh, well, there's been we've done podcasts from them. And it's, it's truly one of the highlights of the year. Mm. So they're, they're going to do a match, and obviously it'll be a lot more relaxed and 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 a lot serious i guess um and i think it's only like 50 bucks to shoot the match you got to buy dinners and all that sort of stuff but anyway that's uh that's the way uh i think it's going to be really good fun mm. so if you are if you are listening and you're able to and you can actually travel there uh i would get onto it because flights are not bad at the moment there's a couple of sales on. It's uh, pretty, uh, yeah, well, obviously they, they just want to put people on the planes and yeah. a bit of cash through the, yep. the bank account. So uh, you can get pretty good flights at present. So I would highly suggest uh, this might be a year to get involved with that. We'll give you the warning. Once you go to one, you don't ever mm. want to miss another one. <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they are pretty good matches and, uh, and they are a, a fantastic environment to go away in, uh, in August. So, yep. yeah, we, uh, 7th to 9th of August, that is, for anyone listening. So we hope to see you there. If you are going, uh, hit us up, let us know, because um, I guess we'll see you up there anyway, but good to know who is going yeah, up, yep. especially if it's going to be your first one. If it's your first one, I'll make sure you get uh, squatted with Andy. Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with that? Uh, well, uh, that. What are you trying? To look? <laughs> I, I won't that, be able to help him. That's an incentive. I thought. I <laughs> thought I was pitching as an incentive because I'm like, hey, if you go, like, we'll get you to go yeah, with Andy. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they're like, oh no, I won't. I won't go. But yeah, if you don't want to go, my first time up there. Okay, too. look, if you don't want to go with Andy, um, you don't. You don't have to. Let me know, and and we'll make sure you're not with Andy. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're your options. <laughs> Everyone listening is coming, um, and they just have to let us know if they mm. want to be in Andy's squad or not in Andy's squad. Really, is the, the key. Put a poll up on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be brutal. Fantastic. So, uh, butters, you may have to uh, 
I think you're planning two squads. Might be yep. three now. Three. I'll be by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Squad one. <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right. Very good, guys. Well, uh, uh, let's uh, finish it up there. Now, yeah. one of the things that we're meant to be uh, we're meant to be doing is uh, is talking about how uh, how we can follow or because everyone in the room's actually got their own uh, various Instagrams and bits and pieces. So, uh, Travi, you're the guest. How do we follow you, mate? How do we track you down? Uh, well, stalking's the best way generally from a, from a safe distance during COVID. One point five meters, please. Keep it safe. It's pretty close. For a yeah. stalker, to be honest, yeah, that was, that's right. I won't <laughs> be paying attention anyway. It's not no, very um, subtle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram as uh, Travis Shooting Adventures. So it's just a um, yeah, just a bit of personal page to follow my adventures, see what I do, see my hits, my misses, my wins, my losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jump on board if you like to see what very someone good. else is up to. Andy, mm. how do we follow you, mate? Yeah, so Facebook is uh, a little precision rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You also shoot six point five. It's a bit bigger than our little. And on to the the Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) This is meant to be a short, quick shout out. (laughs) And then uh, Instagram's uh, Andy Little PRS. There you go. And I have finally started my own actual uh, Instagram. I started that tonight. So I am uh, impact.rusty on Instagram. That is, I've finally, finally made the move uh, to, yeah, so all sorts of stuff. Is that Uh, following the success of your 100% strike rate? It's going to be hard to got, top that. Got an endorsement yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, officially take this moment to uh, retire from shooting. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast. To continue the discussion, check out our Facebook page. And for more information, head to our website, www.precisionshootingpodcast.com.au. This episode was brought to you by Impact Dynamics.